You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunz coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, and my co-host is... Cindy Jennings. Yes, and we are on our last segment of uh, Real Presence Live for this morning, but I have to say, I'm going to lodge a particular complaint. This is the first time this has ever happened, I think, but our technical director cut me off. What? I was like in the middle of oh, making a pitch to get people to keep listening because I, was, I thought I had a really good teaser there, and she cut me off. It was awkward. So, Therese, uh, <laughs> I'm going to put in a particular, uh, I think I'm going to put a personnel Do you want to finish complaint. it, though? What did you well, say I was going. Part? I was going to say stay tuned because our next guest is going to tell you how to meet the Pope. I don't think that anybody heard that, and I thought it was a wonderful it hook. It is, yeah. But, yeah. oh well, Well, there Therese, you go. Well, let's see. All right, we'll talk to Therese at the end of the show. Okay, but we do have Monica here, Monica Hendrickson. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio, Monica. Good morning. And Real Presence Live. So uh, you are the chair of the Vatican Unveiled. I am. So why don't you tell us, so for the maybe the one or two listeners out there that doesn't know what the Vatican Unveiled is, maybe you can explain something to those yeah, one or two. I, I feel like if you haven't heard about this, uh, maybe you're under a rock. Living. At this point, hopefully. <laughs> Well, the Vatican unveiled. Um, it is no offense to those people living under rocks, by no, the way. Right. None. Right. I know all of us like to get away at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Vatican unveiled is going to be held August nineteenth through the twenty first here in Duluth, Minnesota, and it is the largest collection of papal artifacts outside of the Vatican. So over 200 items from saints, popes, um, other notables will be on display at the deck. Last time that we had done this was back in 2004. Um, Father had Father Rich had a smaller collection at that point, um, and we did the event at St. Scholastica. This time it's going to look a little different at the deck. Um, this past month, a lot has, has come to light with it. Um, a lot of planning has been put into place about how are we going to display things and how are we going to keep them safe and protect them. So a lot of people get touchy. We don't want people touching these artifacts. Exactly. <laughs> Did you guys ever get, I know you were looking for another, and I can't remember what state, for um, Pope John Paul II stuff. Oh, is that the, still going to oh, happen or is there Center. anything? Yeah, there hasn't been any updates on that. Okay. We still are, are waiting to see if they are able to get parts of their collection here. So okay. I'm hoping that I hear from them this week. I know, that would I be know. so great. It would be great to have them here. Um, Who needs them? Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> seriously, your collection's pretty it's amazing. Huge, pretty amazing. And the fact that we finally have, like, we finally have figured out, you know, we had a lot of aha moments, I think, in the last two weeks even, is, you know, the the cost to do an exhibit like this is astounding. And trying to find funders and donors to help. But then also, you know, all of the artifacts that have to be covered, um, how do you cover them so people can see them and, and really see the intricacies of some of them? Um, we finally, I think, have figured that way out, and we were pretty excited last week, and, and we can afford it because, um, again, this is a fundraiser. So we are trying to spend the least amount of money and still have the greatest amount of impact for somebody that's going to come and see this. So, um, Do you guys have a goal set for I how do. much you want to raise for the he school? He does, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, my goal is to gross a half a million dollars for the event. That's my goal. Wow. 
is that is that doable? Yes, <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, we're that's well, great. We're, that's fantastic. I think we've got at least in commitments wow. well over two hundred thousand. Um, we're close to three hundred. That's amazing! Oh mm-hmm. my goodness! Yeah, yeah. And again, it kind of goes goes hand in hand with um, you know the last segment and you know putting our our money where our mouth is as Catholics. So both organizations that the the funding will go to is Stella Maris Academy, which is here in Duluth. It's a Catholic school, and then Star of the North Maternity Home for women who are homeless and pregnant and or have other children that they need to try to to house and and get stabilization services and they can stay in these homes for up to 18 months so it's wonderful it's one of those things where you know for me it's it's great to be able to work on the exhibit and that's exciting but i think the the more important part for me is the dollars that will go to support both of these organizations that are doing great work in in the region and you know hopefully we're able to help some other women um in other areas of the country we get a lot of phone calls you know how how can I help people in my community? How could we start something like Star of the North? Um, so, to me, that's the win. That's, okay. that's so the yeah. last. So last week. So I, you know, I mean, a lot of this is stress related for me, particular. But I want it to be exciting too. I mean, hopefully, it's going to be exciting for everybody that partake, partakes of it. But last week, we did a presentation for the uh, regional uh, Catholic Council of Women, mm-hmm. Council of Catholic right. Women. And the the crowd that was here, and we just took out a handful of items and did an explanation. There's such an excitement and enthusiasm that that kind of got me excited yeah. and enthusiastic. Right. I mean, the response of the crowds when they see these things and hear about them is it's really it's fun to watch their response. Right. And I mm-hmm. think that you know when I was there and. <laughs> Father Rich said, how in the world am I going to talk for two hours? I said, really? Really? (laughs) How dare you ask that question? (laughs) Um, But no, but it it just naturally kind of happened where he ran out of time because there were so many questions. Um, And it kind of made us realize that, you know, we're taking for granted something that, you know, we're talking about every day. We're thinking about every day. Um, These women that came in were, you know, for lack of a better term, just kind of dumbfounded by how, how do you have this? Mm-hmm. How, how is this in Duluth, Minnesota? Was was the question that kept coming up, and you know, and, and I think you had seven items, that something we, like yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't very many, which then made me as as the chair go, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? And you know, if somebody's coming through the exhibit, how do we give them the same experience? And um, so Father Rich is actually going to be speaking throughout the weekend. So we'll have little seminars where people can go and ask Father Rich questions. Um, you know, we're recommending people go through the exhibit once. And then we'll have some ways for them to do a little bit of um kind of reconnaissance on their own, go go online and check out a couple things on papalartifacts.com, but then still be able to ask him personal questions about it and really make, really kind of make that pilgrimage more personal for them. It does. I mean, you've been doing this for a while, even for mom's group, you'll, you know, you've pulled out pieces and showed them to us and it's, it's pretty unbelievable um, that you do have this collection. I always thought that like, how in the world did he get a hold of this? And then it's like, then you'd bring out something else and it would shock me even more. I'm like, right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what kind of things have, has there been a roadblock or anything, any surprise in the last month that has um, upped the stress? Well, I would, I would say the Roe v. Wade thing. Mm-hmm. You know what oh, I mean? Because yeah. I mean, oh, there's all oh, the yeah. attacks yeah. on anything Catholic and, you know, anything that's pro-life. And 
we're, I mean, we're, so half the money is going to what we'd call, I would call a pro-life mm-hmm. organization, the, 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 the start of the North Maternity Home. And so, I mean, we're trying to help homeless moms, you know, and so it's like people would view that as something to, to target. And so from my standpoint, I'll let Monica answer this, but from my standpoint, the scare now on the security level is to me has been a big, a big issue. Yeah, I would, I would agree. That's the thing that that keeps me awake at night too is is what what is going to happen you know so we have these these very catholic artifacts that are there we will have a lot of people who are catholic i mean this this exhibit though is great for somebody who's even just you know interested in history it's not even so much just you know catholic based but we have that along with both charities are catholic you know kind of Catholic-based charities, and Star of the North will say, you know, we're, we try to be a little more neutral. Is these women have made their decision to have their child and keep their child or put their child up for adoption, and we're just there to support that decision, um, but that does not mean that we are safe from any attack. And I had said to Monica, I mean, I can't remember, I can't remember what medium I used, if it was a phone call or an email or a text, but at one point after the Roe v. Wade thing came down, I said to her, I said to her, I said, I think I want the Cadillac style of, yeah. of, uh, of security. <laughs> security yes. Because it's like, you know, I mean, my life's work other than the priesthood is bringing this collection to life. And so I don't want to risk that part of my life's work uh, for this event because of the Roe v. Wade thing. So I think mm-hmm. security-wise, for anybody that's listening that wants to cause trouble, not that yeah. any of the Real Presence Radio people want to do that, but I think we're pretty covered on that. We are very covered. I said to my mother the other day, I said... I really feel sorry for anyone who tries anything at this event. We are we are prepared. We have a great security team, a professional security team. Um, we've been working on security since day one, you know, talking about it. But it, it really became a much different conversation a month ago. We we will ask questions after we shoot you <laughs> beforehand. <clears throat> so don't don't try. Do not try. Where's the no judgment piece, Father? Oh. Like where? <laughs> I, I did tease his sister. Um, she wants a taser, so we might. We might Sweet. Give. She's not one I would give. <laughs> yeah. to I, I'd be the one to tag. I thought you were just hiring Nicole and I to do it yeah, for security. No, no. Yeah. So you know, and, and on top of the security levels, so there'll be security levels of you know cameras, a lot of camera equipment, technical equipment, um, but also armed security guards. We will have um, security guards that are just kind of roving, but then you also have the level of the docent. And so really what that docent's going to do, it's same as any museum, help keep eyes on the artifacts, but then also be able to answer a lot of questions. So even if um, the, the question that I keep getting is, I don't know that much about the Catholic faith. And I'm like, you don't need to. Um, you don't need to know. We'll help you. We'll walk you through it. We'll tell you why it's important. Um you know, both historically, but then also, you know, how did that impact either the, you know, the Catholic tradition, Catholic custom, whatever it might be, but then how did it impact world history? So it's... There'll also be, going back to security, there'll be a security checkpoint too when yes, you come in. Yes, so unfortunately, man, this is just the, the way of the world. Think about if you go to a Twins game or a Vikings game and, you know, you can't bring in a backpack, you can't bring in big bags... Um, there will be several security checkpoints that you're going through, um, as well as um, you know a lot of a lot of questions beforehand. But unlike a Twins mm-hmm. game, we will not be serving beer at fourteen dollars. 
in class. And so uh, it's not going to be like twins in all things. And so we're no. talking to, to Monica Hendrickson, and we're talking about the Vatican unveiled. And I'm going to actually mess with Therese a little bit in the, back in the studio and go to break early. Oh, so right after this break, we will uh, continue this conversation with Monica Hendrickson. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. God's blessings to all of you. My name is Father Chad Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. And this year I celebrate 25 years of being a priest. And the joy, the great things that I love about the priesthood is the deep relationship that Jesus and I have as speaking heart to heart. He knows the depths of my heart, and He speaks to all of us in the depths of our heart. That's what I enjoy about being a priest, that I get to speak about Jesus, not just on Sundays, but every day of my life, and that I've given my life to Jesus and the Church. What a wonderful grace and a gift that has been for me for 25 years, and to serve the good people of the Diocese of Fargo, but just to serve the Church as a whole. May God continue to bless all of you as you listen to Real Presence Radio. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And you are back to the show. This is Father Richard Kunz coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota. And my co-host is... Cindy Jennings. And we are talking to Monica Hendrickson from the Vatican Unveiled, an event that if you haven't heard of it by now, you will hear of it now. So, uh, Monica, some of the stuff that you've been working on with the Vatican Unveiled is the layout. Maybe you want to speak a little bit about the... I mean, what's the experience of the people going to be when they get there? Yeah, so I think what we're trying to recreate for someone—it's a, a tra- What we're we're basically saying this is a traveling exhibit. It's it's not an exhibit that's going to have built-in cases. Um, so if you've gone to any museums, the the experience will be a little bit different because you're going into a huge ballroom. Um, so what we've been working on behind the scenes is how do we make this ballroom which ballrooms are notoriously not great looking in themselves, but but it gives us a big kind of empty slate. And so what we're doing is trying to create rooms. So as you're kind of walking through this exhibit, you will have different experiences in each room. Mm. 
So yeah, exciting. very exciting. Ooh. A lot of a um, lot of lighting, a lot of different lighting aspects. Um, we're spending a lot of time on content writing and a lot of time on designing, designing the exhibit cases, designing what's going in them, what's going around them. How is somebody going to see something? Um, how are they going to experience it? So, you know, I think for, for, for me as Catholic and for those that are on the committee, most of us are Catholic and um, we have a few people that aren't, which has been really interesting. And, and we did that for a reason, you know, if you came to this, what do you want to experience? What do you want to see? How do you want to feel when you leave? Um, so it's it's been looking at each pope and everything that's in his collection and how do you lay it out where it makes sense? And how do you try to put stories together? Um, you know, I think Pope John Paul II is who you probably have the most items mm-hmm. within that collection. Um, so really highlighting him and the items that he has, but then also looking at some of those saints. And, you know, all of us know that, you know, we're praying for intercessions. And for for me, we were, you know, I said, it, to me, it's like if people come there, you know, and, and if you get a relic at church every once in a while or an artifact or something when... I grew up on the Iron Range, and we would get one every once in a while, and we were really excited. Mm-hmm. And we could, you know, pray special intentions, whatever it might be. You're going to be sitting in a room with 200 artifacts and relics. Significant ones. Significant. I mean, because we're, I mean, out of the collection, I mean, it's really still a fraction of the whole collection, but the collection is too unwieldy. Right. But we, I think we are picking the ones that are going to be most significant, most right. speaking to people. Right. And, it, and when you look at, at the saints that will be represented there, um, just being in a room with that many notables that we all heard about. And to be able to, you know, be able to say a prayer if you want to say a prayer and not feel like, okay, everyone's staring at me. Um, but, but to be able to give those moments of reflection and to be able to give people space, um, you know, we still have a pandemic going on. Um, so we're making sure that our walkways, we actually increased our walkways in between the exhibit spaces to be 14 feet. So number one, to kind of plan for the amount of people that are coming through, but then also to safely have people you know, be able to get through if they're concerned mm-hmm. about health health concerns or anything like that. Um, they should be able to safely get around, but then also be able to spend as much time as they want. Um, within the exhibit, um, you know, I'm going to use Mother Teresa. We have Mother Teresa. Her, you know, quote-unquote shrine is going to be sitting fairly by itself, kind of enclosed, um, so you can spend some time in there and just reflect because Mother Teresa is somebody that, everybody knows it does not matter what denomination you are you know her you hopefully probably adore her um well, adore and, her in the phys- in the no, actual literal no, sense no admire her greatly admire her right. and and to be able to be there and, and spend time um and just i mean honest honestly if if people want to sit on their you know a lot of people sit on their phones um, and look up papalartifacts.com while they're standing there and to read more about what you have because you have a lot of information on your website mm-hmm. on on everything that's in the collection and it's hard to take all of that information and bring it into this exhibit. It's very difficult. Let me ask you this. Now, I don't mean to make it 
even more stressful. But have you ever thought about doing a walkthrough or a documentary? I mean, you've got the lights, you've got the, you've got everything set up. Have you thought about taking like a camera yeah. crew through to get everything just in case something happened? Funny you mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually called father last week and I think it was one of the evenings we were sitting there chatting um, and it was, it's the same thing. It's, it's, we have everything set up and, and let's take this opportunity and really document it, quantify it, um, you know, give it the, basically kind of archive it almost and, and have it. But, you know, the ultimate goal for this is to get it into a permanent space. Mm-hmm. And what better way to, to show what, you know, here's what we have. We need to get this in a permanent location and not, you know, behind closed doors. That doesn't. So, I mean, we picked uh, we picked in Duluth August in particular because it's usually the nicest time of the year and people want to come to Duluth and do a visit. Gas prices are astronomically high. And so there might be a lot of people in the area that want to travel not so far to Florida or something like that. Want travel local, so what? How would you advise people in regards to making plans to their visit up mm-hmm. here for yeah, this I, for this exhibit? Yes, I would say if you if you're coming, um, you know, and, and Duluth is an easy day trip from a lot of places. Um, if you're going to make a day trip out of it, come early in the morning. You know, we're opening Friday morning at nine o'clock. We're open Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, but if you're planning on an overnight trip, I would definitely make your plans now. Duluth fills up. Um, if you're planning on trying to stay in Canal Park, you're you're going to be in out you of know, luck, probably, yeah, <laughs> probably out of luck, or you're going to have to do two to three nights minimum. Um, there's a lot of surrounding hotels um, up in Proctor, kind of the Two Harbors area as well. Um, you know, even south of here, and so um, we're asking people to make their plans now. And, you know, go online, vaticanunveiled.com. We have a lot of information on there on where to stay, where to play. Um, there's a little art show, Art and Bayfront Park, that's happening um, Saturday and Sunday there. So it'll be fun for, you know, you can go to one, go to the other. You can kind of pop back and forth. And, and people who purchase a ticket, that ticket's valid for that day. So if you want to come experience the exhibit, go out to lunch, you know, take a break if you have young kids and come back, um, you know, that's that's very doable. And what are ticket prices? Right now, t- ticket prices are going to be going up in July, but right now we are it's in July. mid-July. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, she's always <laughs> on me. <laughs> no, we're giving people just a little bit more time. Um, we're $20 for individuals and we have $40 for families. We have group discounts available. So we have a lot of tour buses coming. Um, so people are working within their own church to create their tour bus groups that are coming. And th- those we can work with you up until August on special pricing because I know it's it's very hard to get people's commitment in a group. And the and the website again is? VaticanUnveiled.com and hello at VaticanUnveiled.com is, is or the email address. So go to VaticanUnveiled.com. I'm already planning it in my head. Like I'm going to take my kids but then i'm gonna go dump them at home it's kind of nice right you can come back in because <laughs> yeah. I, I think i'm gonna experience it differently without, without having the all the screaming kids mm-hmm. but i think right. that's really it's yeah, good to plan I, it out i like yeah that. and i think that you know good point is there are things for kids to do we're doing trying to do some i spy with my little eye type games um for kids to kind of get involved and engaged in a way for parents to kind but, of explain things but if you want a more exclusive and not be with the crowds 
there's Friday evening. Yes. Maybe speak okay. a little bit to Friday yeah, so evening. Yeah, so Friday quick. evening we have a VIP event at the deck with Pawn Stars Mark Hall Patton. And then on Saturday night we have another exclusive event. We're still accepting sponsors. So if people want to sponsor the event and go to an exclusive dinner at the Kitchigami Club. And in both mm-hmm. situations you'll have fewer people. You have the opportunity to meet Mark Hall Patton, the Beard of Knowledge from Pawn Stars. And just a smaller crowd and more intimate with my actually being there to give an explanation of things. So again, there's there are a little bit more exclusive ways of doing it, but uh, uh, it'll be well worth while. So Monica, it's so thank exciting. you. Exciting! It's getting close. Thank you very much. It it's getting it's getting close. Is, is causing us stress. Yeah. But, okay. but uh, <laughs> thank you again, uh, Monica, and we'll have you back again next month yes. to continue this conversation to promote the Vatican unveiled a great opportunity to meet Pope Francis in the flesh, and that's a joke. Okay, so Therese, are you there? <laughs> Yes, I am. All right, Therese, why don't you give us a little bit of a scoop about the next show? Sounds good. So on the next Real Presence Live, that's tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Deacon Paul Trinan and Teresa Curley are your hosts coming to you live from the Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. Hannah Zomer will join them to share about our call to mission following the Supreme Court's decision. Then Jill Adelman will talk about finding ways to make the Abbey of the Hills cool again. And Michael Norton will be on to give a look inside his new book, A Hiker's Guide to Purgatory. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's on Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. So, Therese, is Abbey of the Hills not cool now? I think it's still pretty cool, but I I guess you'll have to tune in to hear. So we'll have to find out how to make it cool again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, Therese, how was your 4th of July? It was really good. Um, What'd you do? Well, my extended family got together at the lake on Saturday. So, um, yeah. Any fireworks? Of, yes. We had a big fireworks show. Um, and is, lots that il- of is that illegal where you are? Did you do any illegal I fireworks? Don't know. Come on, Therese. There, there very likely are some police listening to the show. And I, just, I just want to know if you did any illegal fireworks. Therese. Not knowingly. Anyway. Well, no, that's not that's a that's, good answer. That, no, that's not a good answer. That's great. Ignorance does not necessarily get you out of trouble. It's like, well, I didn't know it was murder. So it's like, <laughs> I'm not as guilty, right, officer? I don't oh. think oh. fireworks is um, as grave as murder would be. No, I know. I just use yeah, that as true, an expression. Though. I just use that <laughs> as an expression. So, all right. Well, I mean, it's been a good show. Therese, I mean, what do you think? Therese, do you think it's it, been a good show? I thought it was a great show. Are you going to cut me off again in the future? No, I'm going to avoid that. Yeah. Okay, because I'm going to throw, I'm going to third, I am going to throw curveballs at you if you do. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, well, it um, looks like the day's getting brighter here in Duluth, Minnesota. The stained glass is got some light coming through. I'm hoping that fog is lifted. And well, hopefully, we've been indoors for the last two hours. So I let's know. say a little closing <laughs> prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this great show. We. Uh, pray blessings upon all those that were our guests and our listeners and my co-host, Cindy. May Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Until next time, everybody, have a good summer month. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. 
And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live.